Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to Listen Closely, a podcast covering dark and mysterious tales from the deep woods of East Texas. On today's episode, we dive into the peculiar activity surrounding a Houston hotel that leaves some guests questioning what happened in the building's past. So sit back, relax, and listen closely. Before we get into this episode, I just want to real quickly say thank you to all my listeners. I know I've been a little bit inconsistent these past few weeks with everything that's going on, but hopefully it'll get back on track and I do still have plenty of more episodes coming out. I just have not been able to actually sit down and sit still long enough to actually record, but they are coming. So thank you for being so patient with me and let's get into today's episode. For this episode, we are going to be talking about the Hotel Icon, and the building was built in 1911 as the Union National Bank, which was located at 220 Main Street in Houston, Texas. It was briefly the tallest building in Texas before being surpassed by the Rice Hotel in 1913. The first two floors were used for the bank, while the other floors were used for office spaces. And just a quick little snippet of uh, another part of this, it's not really part of the story, but I kind of found it cool. There is legend that states Bonnie and Clyde actually cased this location in this bank, but ultimately decided against robbing it and chose to move on to a different one. Again, that's not really part of today's episode, and I do want to cover Bonnie and Clyde at a later date. But I thought it was a kind of cool thing of, you know, did they actually case this building or didn't they? Either way, it continued as a bank until about the 1970s when it went through several mergers and buyouts. And the building was officially declared a landmark and in 2004 it transformed into the actual hotel icon. That is what it is today. Now I give you the history of the building and I do this for almost all my episodes because I want you to appreciate the building and its past and it kind of helps you understand the paranormal claims or whatever claims that the building might have. Plus, I just really like history. I know I've said it in my previous podcast episodes before, but I absolutely love history and I love sharing this information. I mean, maybe you've gone to the Hotel Icon and you've just never knew like its past. And so with it being a building, especially from 1911, it has an enormous amount of history behind it. And it's actually pretty cool. So I just wanted to share that with my listeners. And hopefully you're appreciating these places a little bit more. And maybe it makes you want to go visit them. Or at least, you know, when you pass by, you can, you know, kind of dazzle whoever you're with with just a little bit of trivia history behind it. And speaking of visiting old buildings. I want to real quickly pause this episode because it's something that I've advocated for since the very beginning of my podcast, but 
I wanted to do it again because it's something that recently popped up in the news. So in Beaumont, we have an abandoned hotel, the Hotel Beaumont. And some local teenagers broke in and kind of explored and took pictures, TikToks, what have you. And the police warned of the trespassing. So I want to, again, reiterate that if you do visit anywhere, no matter if it's an abandoned building, a cemetery, or a working hotel, for example, like this one, please, 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 please make sure you have permission to do so. Even if it's abandoned, it doesn't mean that it doesn't belong to somebody and the cops can be called on you. And I would definitely not want that. But more importantly, I don't want you to get hurt in exploring these places. And I don't want the history or the building itself to be hurt in the process. I know many people go in and tag places or, you know, do all these different things, break windows and glass that they see. And that's just something that I don't want to see happen. Again, you yourself or someone in your party can get hurt with doing these things. And it's just an overall bad idea. And as I always say, leave footprints and only footprints when you visit these buildings. And if you can, leave it better than how you found it. So if it is a cemetery and you see trash around, take a couple seconds, pick it up, be respectful. That's all I'm going to say. And I know I kind of deviated away from this episode to talk about this, but it's just something that's very near and dear to my heart because I absolutely do not want anyone getting in trouble. I don't want anyone getting hurt and I don't want any disrespect in any of the places that I'm talking about. So again, always ask for permission and just be careful out there. So Hotel Icon, extremely old building from 1911, used to be a bank, kind of transitioned into different things throughout its time and merged and did all kind of buyouts and stuff and eventually became the Hotel Icon. Well, because it's a hotel and many people go through this building, there started to be some unique sounds that the guests were hearing and they couldn't quite explain it. Well, kind of quickly go through these and kind of explain what happened. So hotel guests hear gunshots and sounds of what could be bodies hitting the floor. Hotel guests have also heard voices and feelings of a presence in certain rooms. And the final main paranormal experience that people have witnessed in Hotel Icon is what appears to be a man in about 1920s attire. And this man is seen sitting on a windowsill before he then pushes himself off the edge. And obviously when the hotel guests see this, at first they're kind of questioning. But human instinct, you're worried about the person as they're sitting on the windowsill. You I mean, you kind of get that kick of, hey, are you, like come, come back to us. You don't need to do this. And then to see the man push himself off the windowsill automatically you get freaked out so you run to the window and then there's nothing so many hotel guests are just left kind of scratching their head trying to figure out not only the man but the voices the eerie feeling of a presence being there gunshots and what sounds like something heavy almost like a body hitting the floor 
Well, there is one theory as to where all this stems from. And as many as you know, or may not know, the Great Depression was an economic shock that impacted most countries, but especially the United States. And the stock market crashed on October 24th of 1929 and it was just a really hard time for the people in that time period to really live. Many were without jobs. They had also the dust bowl at that time as the agriculture was just really harsh during that time and it was just dry especially in this area where we see a lot of farming and stuff and it was just dry which created the dust bowl. Now all of this combined on top of the stock market crashing which means the economy is tanked. It caused a lot of disparity and thus why it is called the Great Depression. But during this time, people would actually choose to commit suicide instead of losing all their fortunes, instead of continuing on to live life and trying to figure it out. I mean, it was just a really, really tough time. And this building was unfortunately the site of some of these suicides, as it was a bank at the time. And unfortunately, some people chose to commit suicide within the building after losing their entire fortunes and it was just to them it seemed like an easier way than to continue on so that is quite possibly why you hear the different noises and see the different things is because it's the people who lost their lives during this time because they were hurting and we know that right now how they kind of felt now while we're not in a full depression as we were back then and the stocks were that low we do understand I mean with the prices of things now of how hard it is and so some people decided that maybe that was the easier way and I'm not advocating for that option I will never advocate for that option please talk to somebody if you ever feel the the need to take that route because there's always a way it may not seem like there is an out but just like then we can go through this we can make it I mean we saw it again during uh, the coronavirus you know with people being locked up and it was just a kind of unsure unknowing time and there was a lot of depression anxiety and just a lot of unknown and so some people might have thought it was just easier but it's not there is always another option And I know this episode is a lot darker and a lot, you know, more melancholy than my previous episodes, but there's just a lot with this one that is triggered. I mean, again, with the going through buildings and trespassing to this topic, it's just a lot of different emotions that go on when I speak about this one which is partly a reason why I was so late on this one is because I had so much to say and I didn't know if I should say it or if I should not say it, you know, especially in this day and age where some things are more unspoken or can be spoken about freely. But ultimately I decided, yes, we need to talk about this. It should be talked about and just know that there is always, always, always other options. And in the description of this episode, I will be posting the suicide hotline 
for anyone who might need it or if you know someone who might need it, share it. Let them know somebody is here and who cares and still loves them. And I promise that'll be the end of this lecture. I know it's been a long one, but it's just something that really just kind of hits home with me. I've had a lot of people in my life who has gone through very, very dark days with depression and anxiety. And I was hopefully someone who was there for them. Luckily, I've not lost anybody to it. But it's just a scary thing to think about. But on that note, I'm going to just leave it there because I don't want to continue the sadness. I don't want to continue the lecturing. Y'all know where I stand on these things. And reach out to each other. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode with me, your host, Bobby. Any and all bonus content related to the show will be found on my Facebook page at HTT Listen Closely. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite streaming provider. Independent podcasts like this one count on you, its listeners, to grow. Finally, don't forget to tune in to another episode of Listen Closely.